All right, let's get right to it. Our next guest, we are very happy that he can join us on a Mother's Day Sunday. He is the Director of Golf Sales and Marketing at the Highland. Uh, so glad Ken Griffin can join us here on Spin on Golf. Uh, Ken, we are just joking during the break. Uh, we're having premature celebrations here uh, in the Detroit area. The weather's finally starting to cooperate. It sounds like that's the case up there as well, huh? Same thing, just like the temperatures here. It finally has started to warm up in the last 10 days. And next week, we're looking at uh, mid-70s. And they're they're talking about touching into the 80s. I'll believe that when I see it. But I'll take mid-70s all day long. Not that wind off the lake. It's not going to be in the mid-70s there, is it, Ken? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's cold, it. Man. You know, I'm going with a forecast. I don't make this up. I read the forecast. <laughs> Smart man. Hey, let's start with this, Ken. Five courses now open up there. Tell everybody what they can expect. Well, the, the courses came through winter in great shape. Um, I went out and played last week. And I mean, the, the the courses are just, the guys do a lot of work, as you guys know, in the fall. We do the, the heavy lifting of our maintenance in the fall so that we can have courses come around earlier in the spring. And so the courses are in great shape. Uh, you know, right now we've got, uh, see, we opened the more a week ago. And then this week we opened Quarry Preserve, uh, the Alpine, Crooked Tree, and the Hills. And uh, then Friday, we opened four more, and, and we're ready to go. Unbelievable. Four more. It's just nice to have <laughs> Nice to have that. You know, four more. You know, just four more. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, well, definitely, definitely the, the, the best. The best in service. The best in, the best in everything. The best golf course. I mean, take your choice. It's all in good shape. I mean, like, I, you know, I keep mentioning this on that, that Kircher and Mr. Kircher and uh, Bernie said that 12 years ago. These are going to be in championship condition every single day, and they haven't turned their back on that promise, which, you know what, good for them. And I, I think you guys are busy because you see the same people every year. I see the same people up there, you know, and I love to see the same people. So they have they don't have any turnover. It's It's, it's the best for all those well, reasons. In the first week, we've had just shy of a thousand people play the courses already. So that says something that one, yeah. everybody's chomping at the bit to go play, and that uh, the courses are, they know whenever they come up north to play our courses, even though it's early, that the courses are going to be in great shape. You know, Lynx Magazine had a great article a couple of weeks ago, or at least great for us, a uh, good company we compared them, but they said the best golf destinations with over 100 holes. And, um, uh, Pinehurst was listed number one. We were listed number two, and Lake Akani was Akani was listed number three. So that's pretty good company to be kept in. Um, sure. Yeah, I think I think so. But um, you know, the good thing about where you are is maybe not that many people go there. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that in a, in a good way, you know, because we want to keep it secret. You know, we want to keep it to ourselves here in Michigan, but it. it it's I, I think it's better than all those places to tell you the truth, just because it's not all that grandeur like Pinehurst and it's a it's a zoo there. And you know what, Boyne, you can go to a golf course and still have that quaintness to it. You know, the Alpine, which is probably one, another one of my favorites in the state. But, you know, that's a good thing about Boyne. Uh, once again, from Boyne Golf, uh, Ken Griffin kindly joining us. Uh, you guys have some uh, changes coming for uh, Donald Ross Memorial as well. What do you guys have planned there, Ken? Well, we started a project um, a year ago working on Ross number one, which is uh, a replica of Seminole 6 because that whole golf course is nothing but replica holes from all over the all over the U.S. 
And um, we just have we have some finish up work that we're doing early on number one. And we've done some initial work on Ross 15 and we're going to be doing some things through the summer on uh, Ross 15 um, and just really to improve the playability kind of for a couple of reasons. One, uh, both those are Seminole holes and Seminole didn't share as much in our early planning, maybe as some of the other courses did. And we thought, especially with all the technology today and Google Maps and a whole lot of other things that we could do a lot better job of replicating those holes. And that's why we picked those two first. Um, and, and that's why those are the first projects on the, on the, uh, revitalization of that course. Yeah. Smart move. I mean, yeah, I, I can see why they didn't share, but that's the way it is. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> having said that, uh, everything else the same up there, same gears, same, same guys. I know we got Casey as a director of golf now, and we got another boss, you know, that Bernie stepped back, you know, which is a big. Big change of things up there. A lot of change in the senior leadership, <clears throat> but fortunately, um, you know, we've got a lot of leadership still there. And, you know, Bernie, after 46 years, 47 years, has stepped down from the day-to-day -day operations. But Bernie now is still around because he's overseeing golf course upgrade, golf course enhancement, golf church acquisition, should we go down that path. Um, Josh Richter, who's been there, for 25 years is now our director or I mean our senior vice president of golf rather than our director of golf and Casey Powers who many on the show would know from the Alpine and Mike who used to work with on a daily basis um, after 25 years is now our director of golf operations so a lot of changes but you know because of the the experience that they can get we see a lot of, you know, maintaining, take it, putting their own take on something and being able to run with it for themselves for the next 20 years. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You got Zach coming out from Maine to take over for Casey at Point Mountain. Um, yep. He's, it's got new staff and everything. It's going to be awesome there. And a well, pretty and cool dog too at Point Mountain. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, and they spent seven, you know, everybody, Zach, uh, that he's talking about spent five years at at Sugarloaf, but he spent time in Michigan before he mm -hmm. went to Sugarloaf for his right. head pro job. So now that he's had the experience at Sugarloaf, we're bringing him back to manage the, uh, to oversee the two Boyne, the two Boyne Mountain courses. Ken Griffin, Director of Golf Sales and Marketing uh, for Boyne Golf, kindly joining us. Ken, you know, I mean, through the the craziness of the last couple of years, thankfully a lot of business were businesses were able to thrive. Golf certainly was one of them. When people got an opportunity to get back, they got back. We're expecting this year to even be busier though. Now you can welcome back a lot of Canadian golfers who have, have made a Boyne a destination in the past and just maybe some people that were afraid to the last couple of years, huh? Oh, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> you go back three or four years ago and Canadians were 20% of our golfers. So you figure they haven't been there for two years and wow. as busy as we've been, we've never would have project projected that, but they are, they are able to come back over. And from all indications that I see and communications and, uh, uh, replies on Facebook messages and posts that we have, they're anxiously looking forward to coming. So we've been busy without having Canadians, we only see it getting busier. And the other thing um, is that how busy we've been from places outside of Michigan or even the Midwest um, flying in. We really thought that's where we would take the step back with COVID. 
We didn't. We we didn't lose those people flying. In fact, we have certain markets that actually grew a lot because there are 17 cities now that have direct service into Traverse City. So the whole eastern seaboard, the south, southwest, um, even Denver are direct flights into Traverse City in the summer. And we're just seeing our numbers grow from all those markets as well. Mm. Wow. That's a big, yeah, that's awesome. a big deal. Again, that's the good and the bad, right, Ken? I mean, we got people coming to Northern Michigan, which is God's country, of course. And I get it. Business is business, but. Uh, yeah, we can uh, right from Travis straight to Orlando. Nothing wrong right. with Canadians yeah, visiting BC. Nothing I never said anything about Canadians, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's nice to keep Northern Michigan, Northern Michigan. We don't want it over commercial. Preferably but... Leafs fans, maybe not tonight, but <laughs> no, yeah. not tonight, but it's okay. Uh Ken, major makeovers on some of the accommodations up there as well. I know that's something keeping you busy. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sean. Well, it's really keeping the directors busy at the resorts. Um, but uh, a lot of the heavy lifting's been done, or at least they were were two-thirds of the way through. So the entire north wing of the Boyne Highlands, uh, the main lodge of Boyne Highlands has been redone. And I think you guys have stayed up there a little bit for some of the tournaments at the end of the year. They're just spectacular, um, right commensurate with the rooms uh, level, quality level that we have at the Inn at Bay Harbor. And then we kind of did the same thing. It was a two-year project to rebuild um, the uh, Edelweiss, and now it's Chalet Edelweiss um, with just beautiful room types that we never had. So way more than just a buddy's trip, which we've always kind of been known for and with 10 courses, you figure. But, you know, with... We, we're setting ourselves up not only with courses, you know, six tee boxes so anybody can play and they can play and have a good time, but even rooms. So whether it's a girl's trip, whether it's a couple's trip where, you know, I've heard Bernie say in the past, well, our lodging wasn't up to our standard at Boyne Highlands that some of our courses was. It was if you wanted a condo for your whole foursome to stay in, but maybe not if you wanted a couple. And now we have that both at Boyne Mountain and Boyne Highlands. <clears throat> That, that that was you know that was important and, and I knew they'd get around to it to accommodate the golf courses but the the golf courses were the obvious face first and then obviously the ski hills have always been taken care of I mean obviously they're bread and butter but yeah things are it, it takes a long time to put that big of a monstrosity together and make it all click and go and because you just don't want to dump. Well, let's just dump a couple hundred million dollars yeah. in the place. You know, let's just go. You can't shut it down. You got to have a working operation. Boyd's done a great job. What What Thanks. I think is cool too is you have a lot of people investing in in properties up there and 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 taking their families over generations. I know several families uh, from downriver here that that have properties up there, and now their kids are older and and they're playing and and they're they're golfing and they're visiting and they're even going up there skiing. And I think that's important too. And that's about the tradition. I think that. That, that Boyne is great for. I mean, whether it's skiing or, or golfing, uh, the families can participate all year round. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. The, the, and it wasn't, you know, we have had people traveling in, but really a lot of the growth too are people getting out to play. The generational families, you go out in the evenings and they're respectful of the game of golf. They don't want to get in every foursome's way, but they want the whole family to enjoy it. So we see more generational grandparents and parents playing with kids. Or, you know, couples in their 30s and 40s out in the evenings while the babysitters with the kids and that's their evening activity. So a lot of the growth of golf for our courses in the summertime has been those non-traditional groups getting out and playing and the family's a key component. Well, I would think that, you know, the, the resort style golf courses should thrive even more 
uh, Mike, uh, with why would you want to join a club? I right. mean, from a point of view of look what we have in mm-hmm. Michigan. Why would you want to join a club and be have to go to the club or feel like you have to go to right. the club I'm and play? Lucky enough to grow up in the Detroit area. My folks had a place up north. We couldn't wait to get up north. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, it is absolutely awesome. Dad's coming home. We're going to get in the car. We're going to spend forever going up north. Yep. I mean, this is before we had the, you know. Right. We had the drawbridge and all that. Milwaukee, right. Right. Exactly. You know, it'd take forever. (laughs) But we just couldn't wait to get up north. There was a drawbridge at Zilwaukee? Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Two and a half hour ways. Yeah. Oh, great. Ken, before we let you go, anything else you want to tell people about? We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Certainly want to give you the opportunity to do just that. No, it's uh, now that we finally have weather, just get out and golf. Let's enjoy this. Let's take advantage of it. And um, and the only other thing is, is if you're behind on your practice, come see the Boyne Golf Academy guys and they can help you pick up the pick up the pace and enjoy it more. Appreciate you, Ken. Thanks so much. Continued success up there. Really looking forward. I think like a lot of other people to see some of the great changes up there. Thanks for the time, Ken. Sean, thank you guys. Thanks. Look Thanks, forward Ken. to seeing you up there soon. Thank See you, you soon, Ken. Ken Bye-bye. Griffin kindly joining us here. Spin on golf. One more segment to go. I think I can figure out who the POW is, unless there's a curveball. <laughs> we'll come back and you'll find out too. Spin on golf, 760 WJR. Look at that face.